Hey, Enneagram friend, this is Abby Rodriguez, your certified and IEA accredited Enneagram teacher and coach. In this space, I'll give you a sneak peek into real live coaching sessions and teach you how to apply the wisdom of the Enneagram into your life for personal growth. The invitation each episode is to take on a posture of curiosity, curiosity about yourself and others so that you can shift from merely surviving to fully thriving in your everyday life. Visit my website at abbyrodriguez.com and listen into this episode to learn more. In our previous coaching episode uh, with our Enneagram 3, we talked about burnout and how to keep your head above water in the midst of a busy season. So in this teaching episode, I want to expound on that topic that came up in the coaching session. You know, we're going to talk about this in general. I'll talk about some aspects that have more to do with the type three structure. But if this is an area that you know you really need some support in, I would really encourage you to sign up for the virtual growth and self-care workshop series. So it begins in the end of October, October 25th, and it's a four-week series that meets in the evenings on Mondays. And the early registration is only $75, and that includes the four workshop sessions as well as an individual private 30-minute coaching session with me. Um, The workshop is limited to 15 people though, so make sure that you sign up before it is full. And the reason for that being limited to 15 is that I teach in the narrative style, so it's really interactive with space for you to process your experience and and for people to learn from you as you share what's happening uh, in your experience. So make sure you sign up before that fills up. So as we navigate this concept of burnout, you know, that can often feel like this buzzword, I have several invitations that I want you to consider for burnout. So the first invitation is to observe what's stressing you out or or what it is that's really draining your energy. And for some types, this might feel really obvious of, yeah, I know exactly what the problem is. And maybe that's true for you, even if you're an Enneagram 3, but Your response might be too vague, like, oh, motherhood is stressing me out, or my work is stressing me out. Uh, But what is it behind that or in the midst of that that is actually stressing you out? There are different things that will stress out each type. So specifically for Enneagram 3s, you know, there are going to be things that stress you out that have a lot to do with delays and obstacles in your forward momentum. That could be someone else's incompetence. Um, That could be others' indecisiveness if that's delaying you. Uh, That could be normal delays, like I'm sick and I cannot be as productive as normal, or our shipment didn't come in in time, and so now I have to navigate that. But when those are a consistent part of your experience, uh, that creates this undercurrent of stress for you. For threes, there's also feelings of stress around internal standards and external expectations. You know, there's this pressure to achieve. If, if you listen to the last episode with uh, that coaching space with our Enneagram 3, she talks about being an interim and that feeling like she has this year-long interview process. That's a lot of stress, even if you are not always cognizant of it. But these small moments when you do something extra, you go above and beyond, you stay later than normal out of this uh, desire for for those that have this expectation of you to know that you're doing your best or you're doing your job, um, it creates this undercurrent of stress for us. And and with that pressure to uh, 
excel, to achieve for threes, sometimes it's also tied to failure. You know, this fear that you are failing, this fear that you are about to fail, or even the experience of realizing you have failed and now you're picking up the pieces and and trying to save face along the way. And so those are some of the things that that cause you, uh, for threes, stress. Again, that list is going to be a little bit different for each of the Enneagram types. And it's something that we talk about in that growth and and self-care series. So the reason that this is the first invitation is that if you can observe what's stressing you out in real time, you have a much greater ability to interact with and process the feelings that are coming up around those aspects bit by bit when they're happening rather than them compiling over time and then taking you out like a tidal wave. You know, when you have this quick for momentum for the threes and these experiences are happening, these moments of stress, these moments uh, with other emotions that are coming up too, sadness, grief, despair, uh, if you don't give yourself some space to process that, then it hits you eventually. And and often these are the moments where it feels like, uh, like I've crumbled on the floor and I uh, am totally burned out. I'm totally exhausted. And it feels like it's a space that's impossible to resuscitate, you know, because it's not, oh, I'm really exhausted in this season. I'm tired. Um, it's no, I'm completely I'm completely drained. I'm completely burned out. I have too much fatigue to to come back the next day. Um, And so process those things bit by bit, but it starts with observing it. If you have no idea why you're so tired, why you're so stressed, why you're so fatigued, how are you going to do anything about it? So that's the first invitation. The next invitation is to give yourself some space to process your experience as it's happening. So as you observe what it is that is stressing you out, incorporate a rhythm of taking note of those things. So maybe that's at the beginning of your day or the end of the day, collecting your thoughts about what you have experienced in that past 24 hours. And it's not a practice of judging yourself for what you did, how you should have handled something, how you fell short, but it's a non-judgmental observation of your experience. So what was draining about that day? What what was really life-giving and really joyful about that day? What needs did you need met that maybe didn't get met? What what needs did you meet? What was heavy on your heart from that day? Or, or what made your heart sing? What feels like a really um, fulfilling and purposeful thing that happened in that day? So giving yourself some space to slow down and to observe your experience. And in that... How do you feel about these observations? You know, what emotions are coming up for you as you experience that day, or maybe even as you reflect on that day, if it feels too hard to to fully observe it as it's happening. And so what emotions come up for you as you reflect back on those moments? And that will give you a lot of information about what's actually happening in your experience. When you take time and observe, man, this is was a really draining day and, and it was because of this and this and that need wasn't met in this, uh, that gives you so much information about how you want to live, how you need to live, how you can move forward better the next day um, when you still have energy to think about it and you still have energy to incorporate things. The third invitation, as you name your experience and how you feel about what you've observed, Consider what you need as a result of what you've observed. 
Are there basic survival needs that you're neglecting in the hustle of your work or in the hustle of your role? You know, maybe you're not drinking water and that's a basic need. Maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you're not sleeping enough, giving yourself time for that. Maybe you're not eating the things that you know your body needs to recharge. Maybe you're not moving your body, taking care of your body, or even taking care of your hygiene. You know, some of these things that are just basic needs um, for us to thrive or even just to feel good in our skin. Maybe there are needs that you have uh, for connection, for having meaningful conversations with others, not just these quick exchanges, or to have more purposeful work in your life. Maybe you feel like you're a machine that's just going, going, and it doesn't feel like you've gotten to really create something. Uh, maybe you have a need for rest. Maybe you have a need for play and fun. So consider what needs aren't getting met in this hustle. What needs are not getting met? And then, as you're able to kind of name those needs, to incorporate time for you to, to complete or to take on or uh, to have space for those needs to be met. You know, maybe that is as simple as uh, texting a friend and saying, hey, let's get a coffee date on the, on the calendar. Even if it's a couple weeks out because you're in a busy season, having, having something intentional like that, uh, signing up to be in a small group because you are aware that you need more community. Um, maybe it's simple things like bringing a water bottle with you so that you have water throughout the day or, or blocking off lunch in your schedule so that you can ensure that you eat every day. So naming your experience, how you feel about that experience, what needs you might have as a result of what's happening in your uh, in your day and how can we put in rhythms to meet those needs so that it is not when we are completely fatigued and depleted that we're thinking okay what do I need but when we're doing well and things are okay uh, we just are giving ourselves some space to acknowledge our needs so the fourth invitation that I have for you uh, is this encouragement to get some support around this so that you're not doing this work alone. And that might be leaning into the relationships that are already a part of your life, the friends that you have, the colleagues that are kind of kindred spirits, even though you know, you're know you together because you work together, but it's more than just a colleague. Um, maybe it's your spouse, it's your family, it's, it's whoever you're already connected to. So leaning into those relationships uh, so that you have some support in this, sharing your process of discerning uh, what balancing rhythms you need or or this practice of observing um, the needs that you have that are being neglected and incorporate incorporating that in out of this desire to avoid burnout. Um, that encouragement might also mean taking the initiative to join a group that has some support around it or finding a practitioner to guide you in that process with whatever area it is that you feel like you most need support. You know, burnout and exhaustion are a very common reason that people engage in long-term coaching relationships with me because it's something that uh, often it becomes this alarm signal when we're all the way, you know, on the floor, burnt out. It's hard to notice it in the slow buildup of burnout. And so when you get to that point, Sometimes you just need a holding environment for someone to help process that through with you of, of what do you need and how do we uh, incorporate that into your experience and also how do we process these feelings that are happening around this? Um, 
you know, because there's a lot of buildup emotion that kind of got put on the shelf thinking that you were going to go back and sort through it later. And then you just never did because you kept hustling. So getting some support around that. Um, and no matter where you are with this conversation, uh, we all need support, right? We're, we weren't meant to do this alone. We all need some support along the way. Okay, Enneagram friends, uh, there is a lot more that I could share about burnout, especially as it applies to the different types, but I'll leave the teaching here for now. Um, Make sure that you register for the virtual growth and self-care series. I'll put the link in my show notes. Um, And to register before October 1st when the early registration discount ends or, or even just before the class fills up. Okay, until next time. Hey, Enneagram friend. The best way to make this podcast more visible for others to learn about the Enneagram is by following or subscribing for free to the show. If you found this episode to be helpful in your personal growth, click the follow or subscribe icon to follow the podcast as more episodes are released. Thanks for being a part of my Enneagram community and listening to this episode. See you next time.